Hey everyone, Steve here from 11 ish a channel where we talk about lucrative investment strategies and opportunities based on the requests from the 11 ish collective. Today we're going to talk about why I sold my $100,000 stake in Disney and moved it entirely into Zoom. Even though I think the stock price is in many ways overvalued, I think there is a short-term gain for the next three to six months. So in this video, let's talk about how it might fit in your portfolio for the next three to six months. If this is the type of content you've been looking for, please hit that like button and let's get started. Since the beginning of the COVID crisis, I made a hypothesis that digital payments, gaming, office productivity, these are some of the core industries that are gonna benefit from a crisis like COVID. It definitely seemed like it paid off especially because COVID is lasting way longer than any of us have anticipated, the amount of gains that we're getting out of these stocks is getting higher and higher. It almost feels like we're shooting fish in a barrel. Zoom definitely feels like one of these fishies in my barrel. That being said, this business makes a lot of sense anyway. First and foremost, I always look at leadership. And it just happens that I was at a tech conference where the Zoom CEO was speaking. And he talked about how when he used to commute to work via train, he would you know, be far and far away from his girlfriend and he thought it was very, very frustrating trying to stay connected with her. This gave him the idea of creating Zoom and this also tells me two things, that he does whatever it takes to get to success and that he is passionate about the product he's building. I hate nothing less than reading about a management team and learning that the entire C staff, all they care about is making more money as opposed to creating real value that changes the world. I strongly believe that this is what the CEO is about and that's why I stand behind him. The second reason is it's technology. Me being in tech, I work with many, many different companies. Even internally, I work with teams from Australia, London, New York, India, Poland. And through my experience, I've gotten the opportunity to work with a ton of web conferencing softwares. I can honestly say with a straight face, I strongly believe that the most seamless experience is what Zoom has to offer and it's also the most stable. That's really all you're looking for for a technology like web conferencing. And it used to surprise me, right? Because all it is is video chatting with a shit ton of people on the same call. How difficult can that technology be? And yet no one is doing as well as Zoom. I thought Zoom was going to get wiped out by this competition who have way deeper pockets but that clearly wasn't the case either. Because of those reasons, I held off on investing in Zoom and missed out on a shit ton of money. But because of the COVID crisis and the additional indications that has come up recently, I now invest in Zoom. And these additional indicators, I like to talk about them right now. The first one is that if you saw my video about C Limited, you'll know that I believe Southeast Asia is an emerging market. And since January, Zoom's presence in Singapore has grown by 65 folds and their paid users in that segment has grown by 3x. That is incredibly healthy and a great sign for market fit. The second reason is that according to LinkedIn and Glassdoor, they have about 3,500 employees and they're hiring 360 additional employees. This shows to me that when everyone else is trying to skim down and trying to stay alive, they're trying to hire aggressively. And this is a great indication that the business is doing awesome. 
And the third indication is that they're moving into the consumer side. What I mean by this is that most B2B businesses, they go from top down. And the idea here is that you build a set of features that people like the CTO cares about, the chief technical officer. And if you can sell to the CTO, the person that holds the wallet, essentially, then you care a lot less about the end users. That's the traditional way of looking at a B2B business. Now, Zoom's business is already doing very, very well. Year over year, they basically doubled their top line for the last like three, four years, right? But if they take this approach of bottom up, then they cover even bigger gaps. And the idea here is that instead of selling to the CTO, you create adoption to all of the end users. If you and I start using the product for our personal reasons, like talking to our grandparents, right? And then you go to work and the business now needs a web conferencing tool and they look at all of the end users and they're already using Zoom, then it becomes a much easier pitch to get Zoom bought because you know there's less adoption time. Everyone is used to it. This effectively means that now Zoom can use the top-down approach as well as the bottom-up approach to successfully create deal opportunities and close sales. Obviously, I've drank the Kool-Aid over here, but there are two big concerns that I want you to be aware of. The number one is the fact that the PE ratio for Zoom is now higher than Tesla's, which basically means that people are extremely optimistic about the performance of Zoom's business and expect them to continually grow in an explosive way. Kind of give you a benchmark, Tesla's PE ratio is around 1,000, which is already crazy high. Zoom's is hanging around 1,700. A regular SaaS business like Microsoft, for example, is around 37. That's how much more optimistic people are about Tesla and Zoom. Also, if you look at a similar product and look at the price to share ratio, Slack is a good example because they're also a office productivity tool that I strongly believe in. Their price to share ratio is around 20 uh, and Zoom is hanging around 100. That is, again, very, very high. The way you should look at this is that if they show any indications of slowing down in terms of growth, or if the CEO says something about concerns about their growth strategy, it is very likely a very reasonable expectation that the stock value is going to adjust very, very hard. So that is definitely the number one concern. The second concern is that I keep communicating to you guys that I believe there is going to be a second COVID dip. Now, you might imagine that the investors may wise up and not tank the entire stock market, and these stocks may continue to go up, may even go up faster, but that is an unknown, right? And so that is a risk that you should be watching out for. That being said, currently we have very, very legitimate analysts who are rating Zoom as a company. You have fund managers who are also investing in Zoom. And lastly, you have an estimated price target on the high side of 400. This means that there is still quite a bit of growth opportunity here for the next three to six months. And this is why I am invested heavily into Zoom, even though I think it's pricey. But here. This is all I wanted to share with you guys about Zoom. I'm obviously super excited about investing in this opportunity, and I would love to hear from you guys. What are your thoughts? Are you going to invest in Zoom? Are you already investing in Zoom? And if not, why not? If you have any questions or concerns, please leave a comment as well. And if you have any requests for what you would like me to talk next, I know Tesla is already on my radar because several people have asked me about that. But if you have any other requests, please hit that subscribe button if you haven't already and then leave me a note. Thanks for watching and I look forward to working with you next time.
Thank you.